You're listening to episode 59 of the Take the Reins podcast with Nikki Porter. Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. You're listening to Take the Reins, a weekly personal growth podcast for horse owners. If you're invested in becoming the best version of yourself in all your relationships, both human and equine, this is the spot for you. Through our conversations, you will learn how to become a stronger communicator, leader, and deepen the connection you crave both in and out of the arena. Horses have an awful lot to teach us, yet very little of it actually has to do with horses. They reflect back to you who you are emotionally, physically, and energetically. They are a mirror to your soul, and it is time to take an honest look at who you are and who you want to become. I can't wait to connect with you, so here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Take the Reins podcast. Can you believe it is the middle of March already? I feel like I blinked and went from New Year's to now. I think it's a sign that I should probably book a little slowdown into my schedule soon. How about you? Do you need to schedule in a bit of slowdown or are you looking to ramp things up? I am always taking on new projects, horses, and commitments, and... I don't need to slow down for too long, but I know that I need to just tune into myself right now and make sure that everything that I've been saying yes to aligns with my values, who I am, and who I want to become. This is an important self-check-in that stops me from running myself, my businesses, and my life on autopilot. This habit also allows me to assess what I have on my plate and what needs to come off if I want to put something new on. Speaking of staying off autopilot and assessing choices, I had the privilege of teaching a great group of horse owners this weekend during an online equestrian goal-setting workshop. Now, this workshop was set up by the barn owner and trainer, and he had asked me to teach this this goal-setting workshop as a motivator and really he thought it would be a motivator heading into the show season whatever that might be for us but what I found is it really turned out to be a great opportunity for the riders in the barn to learn more about each other and to build a stronger connection to each other and strengthen their mindset for 2021. While creating and teaching this workshop, I realized three things about goal setting that are vital to get to the bottom of for the success of both our horses and the humans that I wanted to share with you. So that's what we're going to get into today. It is when you set a goal in place after taking an honest look at where you are, where you want to be, and how you plan to get there that you can get super clear on the goal and the unwavering flexibility in how you want to get there. When you set real, true, honest goals based on your assessment of where you want to be in the future, who you want to be in the future, then you can see that it's not necessarily the timeline that even matters. It is all about the journey and how to get there. And I know that sounds cliche 
And I know that it can kind of sound silly, but it's 100% true. If you only focus on the goal, if you only focus on the destination, then that's when you start to get defeated and you start to say, oh, well, it didn't happen by, let's say, one year or it didn't happen by a year and a half or two years. And so it must not be a realistic. And if you take a step back and you gain a little scope in the situation and you say, where was I versus where am I? Then you can start to see that you're probably a lot closer to it than you even thought. And if you really were only focused on the timeline versus being really flexible in how you get there, then you might even see that you're about to quit right before you achieved your goal. So for instance, one thing, I'll tell you this because it's not something I speak about often and it's something that I really, I keep it close to my heart and it's not even a conversation I really have with my husband very often. I'm not sure if I've even had this conversation with him actually, but I am going to share it with you because I think it's an important story. So when I left teaching in 2017, I did not set a timeline and say, I must be successful in my Nikki Porter coaching by such and such before, you know, I consider myself a failure. Failure in my mind was 100% not an option. I did not know how long it would take to be successful. I didn't even define in my mind when I first left what success looked like. I knew what I wanted to achieve in the sense of how I wanted to feel, how I wanted to serve, and what I wanted to give back to the equestrian community, and then eventually give back to the education community, which I actually, three, I think it's three years now, uh, which I actually have a plan just starting in place right now that I can see giving back to the educational community. But it has taken this time. And if I was impatient or if I set a rigid timeline on myself, then I probably would have quit so many times, so many times before now. Because when things were difficult, when I was looking around and saying, oh my goodness, I work seven days a week, I'm, you know, I'm far from making the money that I would make as a teacher. I have no pension. What was I thinking? If that's where I allowed my mind to reside, I 100% would lose belief in myself. I had someone come into my life, uh, this would have been probably two years ago, and when she was only here briefly, Um, in the sense of our friendship, she kind of came in and, and we met and she didn't live here and, and she, you know, went back home and we didn't really stay in too close of touch. But I like to say that she came into my life as brief as it was simply to teach me the power of believing in yourself. This woman had unwavering belief in her abilities, in her abilities with horses, in her abilities to support others, in her abilities to live out her dreams. And that is the reason why she, I truly believe that is the reason why I met her and why she uh, came into my life. And on days that I kind of have a feeling like, you know, uh, just a little less confident on those days or 
or I let doubt creep in, I think of her and I think of the fact that her personal belief is so powerful and uh, I lean on that lesson and I, I really do truly believe that uh, if you take away the rigid timelines and you put the work into place because you do believe that it's an achievable goal, then you 100% will get there. Part of that too is finding the support system that you need and asking for help. Asking for help can be so hard and it is so necessary. We are not meant to do this alone. Okay. And the second thing is I encourage all of my students to zoom out and see the bigger picture, their end goal, but to then zoom back in to their core desired feelings in order to set daily intentions prior to heading to the barn each day. How do they want to feel each day when working with their horse? And how do they intend to show up each day as their horse's leader and partner? Now, I'll save the topic of being able to be a leader and a partner at the same time for another episode, or we'll literally be here all day. For now, let's talk core desired feelings. The exercise of writing out my own core desired feelings for the first time actually was one of the things that prompted me to realize that I may need to leave my teaching career and pursue my own coaching business. It is a simple yet powerful exercise. The core desired feelings that come up repeatedly for the equestrians I work with are confident, connected, and safe. Much like using the law of attraction to manifest what we most desire, we must use our core desired feelings to create inspired action to bring us closer to them daily. For example, if connected is a core desired feeling for you to have with your horse and you're currently feeling disconnected, this is where you get curious and you look for support from people you trust that can help you move in the right direction. If you know a clinician who teaches connection work, get your name on a list. If you have a friend who has a way about him or her that horses seem drawn to or take comfort in, plan a barn date with them. Take online courses, take online classes, take lessons, or take all the pressure off of learning anything new and just go and sit in the barn with your horse. When you slow down and get quiet, your horse and your body will tell you what you both need to establish a better connection between you. Now, if you lack confidence and desire to feel more confident, do you have the answer to how a person gains confidence? My number one tip is spend time with the encouragers and the light bringers. My next tip is to tune into your horse. Listen to your horse's feedback and adjust accordingly rather than listening to the judgments both from your own thoughts and others. And finally, if a core desired feeling is to feel safe, firstly, I want to acknowledge just how important that is and I also want you to know that I'm proud of you for prioritizing it. Feeling safe with our horses is not spoken about enough. Feeling brave, feeling assertive, 
feeling confident all get spoken about, but feeling safe somehow gets skipped over. If your horse is behaving in ways that make you feel unsafe, that is the perfect opportunity to start looking for your support crew. I may have told this story in the past, but I'm going to tell it again. When I became a mom, my self-preservation kicked into overdrive. Regular occurrences made me feel unsafe when I was with my horses and other people's horses, and I needed to learn a new way of working with the horses who had big energy or personalities to regain my feeling of safety. I was taught how to train from a distance, and it allowed me to stay grounded, secure, and safe in my mind and my body, and it also allowed me to stay on the outside of drama rather than jumping headfirst into it. If working with your horse makes you feel unsafe, look for new tools and prioritize your safety above all. When you feel safe, so will your horse. No matter what core desired feelings you write down, use them to move forward toward your goals. Get super clear on where you are, where you want to go, and how you plan to get there. And never, ever be afraid to ask for help along the way. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review and share it with your friends. To learn more about me and what else I have on the go, skip on over to NikkiPorter.ca. Thanks again for listening, and we'll connect again next week. Until then, remember, you have the power to take the reins and live the life you've always wanted. You just have to step into the arena with an open heart and an open mind. 